Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, everybody. Tommy here. This is part two of a two-part podcast series. So if you haven't listened to part one, you should go listen to that one first, because otherwise some of the jokes aren't going to make sense in this one. Okay, on with the show. second half of the Judy Garland Show is brought to you by Mild New Thrill for dishwashing. It leaves skin so soft and smooth, it's like getting a new pair of hands. New Thrill. Has it been 15 minutes? I'm contractually obligated to say happy holidays because... I said Merry Christmas a couple <laughs> okay. minutes ago, so we're okay. Excellent. Yeah, just when it got Excellent. really heavy, Good. I just slid it yeah. in there. Because it's a holiday episode. It's a holiday episode. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> We've lost all of our fan base. <laughs> if you're if you're still listening right now, thank you. Yeah, exactly. No, I, actually, thank you because I wouldn't be. No, I would be. You would I'm be. I'm a glutton. I heard from someone. What did I say on the Fiddler podcast? I said something like, "I doubt there's anyone who's listening to this podcast who has never ever listened to Fiddler on the Roof." Mm-hmm. And I got a Twitter message from someone who said, "I'm now going to listen to Fiddler on the Roof." After listening to the whole podcast. Oh, well, that's good. It was awesome. Thanks for that message. I wonder how they felt about it after that, after they tore it to shreds. But yeah, please let us know, actually. I'm intrigued about that. Yeah, I wonder if we'd, we'd, we'd set them up for failure. Yeah. Spoiler. <laughs> right, let's think about something holiday. <laughs> yeah. Right, something... I wonder, what is your favorite holiday musical? What is my favorite holiday musical? Would you what like a cookie? Ho- I feel I'm going to keep relating it to this, right? <laughs> right. Would you Ooh, like these, a cookie? These cookies are delicious. Mm. <laughs> That was my cookie sound. What qualifies as a holiday musical? I mean, Rent is a holiday musical in the same way that Die Hard is a holiday movie. Right, exactly, and it's not. So right. <laughs> that, that's what qualifies. No, it's about... Well, no, actually, because I, my answer would be Meet Me in St. Louis, which okay. it is in every way a holiday show film because yeah. it's it's always on, only ever on at the holidays and right. it has the best holiday song in it yeah. of all time. But... Only like twenty percent of it is set at Christmas. It's set at Christmas, you know. Same same thing with Mame. Like it's got one mm, Christmas exactly. song, but it you know can be it's, a holiday it's movie. Such a, it's such a thing. Yeah, it's exactly. really. Just, do you guys have ABC Family? It's a television we network. Don't have ABC. We don't. Ha- we don't have networks. Okay. I don't understand British TV. Do you still have, have to crank them on the side every fifteen minutes for them yeah, to warm up? Yeah. Are they like we're, coal I fired? Think, I think we're getting color TV in <laughs> twenty years. I think. There's talk. There's talk. There's a, a television network in America 
called ABC Family. I mean, obviously, I know what it is. Well, then I'm telling our British listeners who okay. are, you know, striving for that color television as they're yeah. busy, you know, cranking up the steam engine uh-huh. on the, the side yeah. of their, their magic... Ste- Steam-powered TV. <laughs> oh, God, how cool would that be? And they, they do holiday-themed movie showings, but for days and days and days on end. So they have a... It's a series of programming called The 25 Days of Christmas. And it's December 1st through through Christmas, and they show, quote-unquote, Christmas movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but it'll be, like, all of Harry Potter, which is not Christmassy. That is so true, isn't it? Like, Mary Poppins. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, like this, it's not, it's a it's family not movie, it's not Mary a Christmas Poppins. movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what are Christmas movies? Those claymation, felt, Rudolph, and Frosty the Snowman. Have you never seen any of these? are you talking about like the same guys that did like wallace and gromit i don't know if you... no they are they are not claymation specifically they are stop motion with i will be amazed if you've never seen these are they british no they're, they're the the rankin and bass christmas specials not in any way um but even if you've seen them you wouldn't know them as that uh oh, okay the they they spoof them in elf the movie well i mean the thing, the joy of being British, and this is something you'll never get to experience, is so many references go over our head, but we laugh anyway. You've never, <laughs> you've never heard of the Island of Misfit Toys, right? I, again, I, the only reason I know that exists and I know the song is because of Glee. That's and I, crazy I thought it was a Dr. Seuss thing, but it's oh not, no, is it? you no. would love these things, right? Okay, I'll need to check it out. Show note it. Yeah, I'll show note it. I want to find a clip to send you. So they started with they made like. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, a dramatized mm-hmm. story of how he got to be Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. And then they made, like, Frosty the Snowman, you know, the whole story of Frosty the Snowman. But then they had all these claymation, like, felt things, Santa things around, and so they wrote a whole bunch of other stories around them for the following years. Right. So, uh, this one is from the special A Year Without a Santa Claus. This is the Snow Miser and the Heat Miser. Oh, look at that. That's cool. I- I'm amazed you've never seen these. So this is the Island of Misfit Toys thing. This is what that comes from, yeah. That the Island hey. of Misfit Toys is in the the Rudolph special, but there's like there are without a doubt dozens of holiday musical movies just like this in this style, uh-huh. this kind of stop motion animated, and they're super popular around Christmas time. Right. Okay. Yeah. So this seems quite. It's not bad. I mean, yeah. It's quite good. Yeah, but they're they're supposed to be real real low cost to production. <gasps> I recognize this little deer. Is that, I think that's Rudolph. That's that's Rudolph. Yes, <laughs> he's so cute. Oh my god, aren't they Bobby. adorable? They'll sing like the one you know. This this movie has Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer in it, and then this is the Island of Misfit Toys song. I love this song. I've never heard the original. I've only heard Glee, but this is better. I I am amazed these things have never made it to you. Lovely. Well, my Christmas is made this year, right? Do you have like the Snowman, the book Raymond Briggs book? Mm, oh yeah with the uh walking i've seen the, the, the movie we're walking yeah, in yeah, yeah. the air do, do you have like the father christmas one of that no i've only ever seen the snowman one okay which is real creepy bt dubs no it's not it's the saddest thing that exists it's super creepy why is it creepy? this man comes to life and then steals a child away it doesn't steal him away they go on an adventure what if you were what if you were mama in that household and woke up in the middle of the night and both your snowman and your kid were gone 
you would be like, well, they're probably off on an adventure to the North Pole to see Santa. They'll be back in a bit, right? Actually, what I will show you. So, have you ever heard of Iron uh, Brew? No. What is that? Iron Brew is a Scottish delicacy. It's a soda drink that I've yet to find an American. Oh, you told me briefly about this. Probably, I tell everyone. It's my favorite thing. I love it. This is the Iron Brew uh, Christmas advert. The Iron Brew notorious for doing the best adverts mm-hmm. of all time. Anyway, uh-huh. uh-huh. you might not understand anything what yeah but <laughs> it's based on the snowman and this is airs every christmas now it i think it originally aired like four years ago and they just can't bother making a new one because this is because perfect it's perfect i'm watching it as well <laughs> I tell him get your own <laughs> He looks like he is going to cry ah. I tell him once again The iron brew is mine Now I'm falling through the air <laughs> See this is why this is terrifying Uh, I really, that it, well. They never need to make another commercial like that. No, it's so good. Did you all of those things? The last shot is at Glasgow. Yeah, they. I could tell they were icons. Yeah, of places I've never been. Yeah, doesn't look an exciting and fun land. <laughs> we, you, you still didn't answer my question of what's your favorite holiday movie? We just, oh, yes. I was gonna say the. I love the Rankin and Bass specials. All of those. Oh, okay, they're your, the, they're the stuff your you don't know. Yeah. Okay, Brett. Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Uh, Frosty the Snowman. Um, they're just they're just stupid and fun. I will say though, I I think since I I had only watched it last year for my channel, the um, Angela Lansbury special Mrs. Santa Claus is definitely <laughs> rising up the ranks in really holiday movies in my household. Okay. It's a ridiculous movie. I'll get it, Mama. Okay. I forgot to tell you that a friend of mine is dropping in tonight. Mr. Jack Jones. He happens to be one of the best singers around, besides being a good friend of my family's. And uh, it's, I'm going to ask him if he'll maybe sing a song tonight. I, he's kind of shy about singing at parties, but maybe, maybe he will this time. We'll do our best, eh? Jack Jones! All I want is a room somewhere Far away from the cold night air With one enormous chair Oh, knock, knock at the door again. Do that, do that thing again. Oh, okay. <gasps> Jimmy! Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm so stuffed with all like those cookies. It, I, oh, but there's someone at the door. What if they want cookies? Well, I don't know. Pull a candy cane off the tree and give them that. I don't know. Go, go, go see who it is. Okay. Oh my gosh! It's a list of top 10 Christmas songs from musicals. Oh, who would have guessed? Hello. How do you think it got up the staircase? I don't know. But look at all these <laughs> gifts that it's given us. 10 to be precise. <laughs> Shall we open them together? <laughs> Absolutely. Should we? Is this a, a top down list or a bottom up list? Um, I think it's a mix. Okay. <laughs> I think it's a mix. So what this is, this is a really cool list that someone has pulled. Peter Hilliard. 
Thanks, Peter. So this is a mixture of movies and stage musicals mm-hmm. airing on the side of the stage musical. So if it seems like if it's got a stage adaptation or if it originated on a stage, then mm-hmm. it will be on the stage one. Okay. In fact, let's start at number 10. We should really, we should work because otherwise it's going to get boring. <laughs> this, all right. So this number 10, I've never heard of. Neither have I. So this is Lovers on Christmas Eve from... I love my wife. I love my wife. By and no, it's by Cy Coleman. It's a musical from 1977. Uh huh. Cy Coleman did. Wikipedia it because I know he did something. Oh, City of Angels, Barnum. That's what yes. I know. That's what I know. So yes. he's done. He's done Sweet Charity. Cy Coleman has done loads, and he's written this song from I Love My Wife called "Lovers on Christmas Eve." Sentimental, oh yes, but I honestly do believe There's no kick to compare with the thrill that you share Being lovers on Christmas Eve Lovers on Christmas Eve Um, It's a nice song I'm not actually listening to it, I just like, I'll let you listen (laughs) Um, oh, professional, professional podcast. This video was not available because it's American, probably. It is interesting. I've never, I've never heard of um, this music before. No, neither have I. It's fantastic. Which doesn't happen very exactly. often. Two married couples who have been close friends since high school find themselves contemplating a menage a quart. Menage a quart. I love that. Oh my god. What? Oh my god. I found a video. You have to look at this video. Gimme. <laughs> Get ready for oh some dear. some God. gentle 70s nudity. Of, Joanna Gleason is in it? No way. Is that Joanna Gleason? <laughs> I like the song. <laughs> is that bad? It's, I think it's fun. This is an interesting show. What? This is such a weird... And then there now there's a bunch of Santa Clauses. Playing, they're sat playing the double bass. What is this? Have what we jumped through time? Is Do you this? know what this is? Do you know what this is? This is 70s musical theater. This is 70s musical theater. <laughs> right there. That's absolutely I mean, what this is. Which I adore it as a time in musical theater because they just didn't care and wonderful things happened because of That's that. That's hilarious. And this is one of them. I'm really, I'm happy about this. Thanks, top 10 Christmas list. What's number nine going to bring us? Do, 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 do. That's a British reference. Sorry. I don't remember Christmas from, from starting, starting here, here starting, starting now. now. I was standing in the bedroom when it suddenly came clear that at last I don't remember that at one time you were here. All that stuff that used to haunt me, like your robe behind the door, for the first time I don't notice they're not here anymore. And I don't remember summer, I do not remember fall, so it's possible to say. nothing about it. we're doing great on this i know starting here starting now is a musical review it's a musical I, review it's fine it's i fine. know it's the song <laughs> that has starting here starting now in it if this is i don't remember christmas from a musical review what is it actually from what do you mean is it just from this review it's not it's not no it must just be from this review huh yeah yeah, yeah. i think it's early early song cycle 1977 
Same year. You know, back in the 70s was a good year for Christmas songs. Apparently. Okay, number eight is one yeah. that I know. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Yay! Um, so number eight is Christmas is my favorite time of year from Catch Me If You Can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't you love the Yuletide fun? There's joy and cheer for everyone. I wait for Santa with a gun. Yes, Christmas is my favorite time of year. Which isn't my favorite song from the cast recording. But it's a, it's a great show. It's a really good show. We could do that a time in the future. We could. See, this is the... I think Catch Me If You Can is movie adaptation done right. Right. A hundred percent. The music was so good and interesting. The music was and so good. Kind of, do you know what I kind of liked about it? Yeah. Is the music didn't necessarily match up with the film. Mm-hmm. Do you know, as, as in like, you wouldn't have put the style of music with, with right. the film. Does that make sense? It, fe- it feels like a different show. Yeah. It, it kind of... I, iconifies that's not a word doesn't matter um yeah. itself yeah through because i love the music it's so old-timey but it's done so well and so fun and schmaltzy and it sets itself up as like a a variety hour 70s 80s television show with yeah. like the big band behind them all and it's just a really cool concept so there you go so that's catch me if you can yeah the first song on this list we know yeah not necessarily like a christmas show in fact none of these well no the first one yeah was i love my wife uh, I love my wife. It was a Christmas musical about kind of polygamy, um, <laughs> the Christmas polygamy musical. That the Christmas polygamy filled. musical. Sorry yeah. if you were thinking. I'm gonna <laughs> jump on that. The next one is not from Nine, as you would think. It's not the Italian. <laughs> it's the Santa. I hope I don't know this song, but I hope it is just be be a Santa. Santa. <laughs> so you little Italian devils. Exactly. Um, I've never heard this song. And it's by Compton and Green. It sounds like Compton and, and Green. Jules and Jules Stein, who obviously we love. And it sounds yeah. very Jules Steiny. Subways, hold on. The logo for Subways Are Sleeping, another musical I've never heard about. It says, a new musical comedy, Subways Are For Sleeping. I always enjoy when albums say that because this one's not new anymore. <laughs> the next time Spring Awakening happens, is it going to be Spring Awakening, a new musical? Or, you know, Wicked, a new musical? No. I've seen people still call Wicked a new musical. It's not. It's more than a decade old. So anyway, this is... Subways are for sleeping. It seems like an interesting show. Yep. I don't think one of Jill Stein's is best, but that's fine. It's it's fun. And it's about Christmas, apparently. And it sounds very Christmassy. Subways are for sleeping, open to mostly negative reviews. Hold on. (laughs) Producer David Merrick and press agent Harvey Sabinson decided Uh to invite individuals with the same names as prominent theater critics to see the show. And afterwards, used their favorite comments in print ads. Oh, my God. <laughs> the scandal. <laughs> wow. That's hilarious. Well, I never. The clever publicity stunt allowed the musical to continue to run, and it eventually turned a small profit. I love this. This is the last part of the Wikipedia article where it says, 
a revival production was briefly mounted in 2009. And that's all it says. <laughs> this is deep cuts of Christmas songs. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that was Be A Santa. Um, Be we'll put links to all Santa. these, by the way, in the show Absolutely. notes. So you can enjoy. The next one. Number six. A musical again. I do know. Yeah. She Loves Me. She Loves Me is a great show. It's fantastic. Recent, very, very rarely uh, London done. revival, actually. Really? Yeah, off off West End, but it's, it's I think fun. it did okay. I think it did okay. I think yeah, my and the, the song is 12 Days to Christmas. 12 from Days to Christmas. Loves me. On the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me. Good morning, Mr. Novak. Good morning, Miss Polish. How are you today? Oh, I'm ready for thousands of customers. Well, only 12 days to go. She loves me. It's actually, it's a great it show. Is, I think it's S. Uh, I, it's not hugely well known, is it? I don't no. Know. If you haven't listened to "She Loves Me," you should listen to it. I particular, I enjoy this song. The the uh, Twelve Days to Christmas. I also really enjoy mm-hmm. my trip to the library. That's mm-hmm. the name of the song. Is one of my. It's probably one of my top ten favorite musical theater songs. There you go. That's big, actually. That was number six. Number five. Oh, here's. I didn't even know this was from a musical. Did you know this was from a musical? Song number Everything five. Everything is from a musical. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas from the um, musical, the hit musical, Here's Love. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Toys in every store. Take a look in the five and ten, glistening once again. Candy canes, silver lanes of gold. So this because it's based on Miracle on 34th Street. Mm, that makes which, sense. That did that film have that song? Because I I associate that song with that film. It's it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas it's just was a song. written for the musical Here's Love based on the film Miracle on 34th Street. Ah, by Meredith Wilson of all people. That's of crazy. Course. How interesting is that actually? Yeah. <laughs> I always love it when you find a you find a song that was written for a musical, and the the song far outlives the popularity of the musical. Right. I love Miracle on 34th Street. It's great. The old one. Don't watch the new one. Oh, no, I like the new one. You like the, <laughs> the color one? Uh-huh. Oh, you don't know it's in color because of your TV. That's it. I get that. No. <laughs> the little girl from Matilda. That's, Matilda. That's just she's not, so great. No, she's so great. That's not the same. But uh, that's a great song. I mean, it is a great song. to look a lot like Christmas is one of the best Christmas songs that exists. It's true. It's true. That was number five. This next one is from a movie. Uh huh. Don't think it's ever been on a stage. I don't think so either. Um, well, I mean, it has been on a stage, but not this version. This, yes, exactly. So this is a Christmas Carol by the. This is the one with Kelsey Grammer, right? Yes, the movie yes. with songs by Alan Menken, and the name of the song is "God Bless Us, Everyone." Oh, 
I'm going to quickly pause because apparently there was a 1994 Madison Square Garden production of this. Of this. That's really this interesting. This was on stage? That's crazy. And then it got turned into a film. There you go. Crazy. We know nothing. We're, we're, aren't you glad you tuned in to hear two musical theater experts <laughs> on this podcast? <laughs> no, absolutely squat all. Learning right. every day. But do you know what? This is That's a really point. Cool. Okay, this is a nice point. This is where, you know, like at the end of the Christmas specials, they always uh-huh. do a moral. This isn't the end yet, but right. still. Um, it's interesting because we were saying earlier about Christmas shows uh-huh. and that they're so limited. Yeah. So you don't know a lot about them. Because they don't get long runs, they don't get a lot of play. We don't know anything about we this. We don't know anything about this. Is done this. every year, apparently, till 2003. That's crazy. And then 2004. Look, they this made, is fascinating. In 2004, the production was adapted for television. Mm-hmm. So they took the stage musical and they put it on TV, which yeah. is what also what we were talking about. That's the future. The future happened in 2004. Yeah. That's crazy. And the song is fine. <laughs> the song is fine. God bless us, everyone. Like, it's about what you'd expect. Kelsey Grammer squinting, their children singing. If you're going to watch a Christmas Carol musical, watch Muppets Christmas Carol. Watch the Muppets instead. <laughs> you haven't even seen it. I, it's, I'm, I'm, it. I'm, I'll go watch it. I'll go watch it today. Yeah. Okay, the next one you'll be very happy to hear. My favorite. Thomas is from Mame. I am so glad that this, this blog post we're reading did not include the Lucille Ball recording of it. Right? I've not heard that. She butchers the song. Can she sing? No. That's the, the, you know, it's awful that she was in the movie. That's the worst thing in the world, despite what the internet comments on that video. <laughs> but Lucille Ball has a lot of fans. I know. I've met all of them. <laughs> <laughs> They've all left, every single one of them has left me a comment. Oh, dear. To tell me how I'm wrong. Well, you know, you're saying what you feel, and that's, that's true. important. But okay, We Need a Little Christmas is a great song. I think between Jerry Herman's use of this melody, uh-huh. We Need a Little Christmas is the better use. Yes. Um, which is weird because It Takes a Woman came out first, which is not, you know, it doesn't have a Christmas bent to it at all. But no. the melody seems decidedly joyful and holiday spirit and all that fun stuff. But it wasn't written for that. It was written yeah, to be a, it, a, a comedy production number. It definitely, it definitely feels joyful. But I think the addition of, you know, pizzicato string. Um, yeah up an octave makes it feel a lot more Christmassy. That's absolutely true. Yeah, for sure. And some chimes here and there. You feel like you're decorating a large tree every time you (laughs) listen to that song. Do you know? I just feel it's so it's so Christmassy. It's great. That was number three. Number two. Can you guess? I can guess.
White Christmas. From? From. Oh, that's a toughie. Yeah. Uh, no, we'll take the best version. Well, we'll take the musical version. The musical version of White Christmas? A, it's now a, a musical. It is now a musical. And it's fine. I, I, the, what, keep it as a film. Keep it as a film. Yeah, Absolutely. Keep it as it's a film. one of those, like, I bet you it didn't play on Broadway for long. 53 performances. There you go. Because it's yeah. a Christmas show. It's a Christmas show that you can watch on your TV. And then number one. Number one. Your favorite. I called it. I called it. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it was going to be this. It is my favorite. It is Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas by Judy Garland and no one else. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The, I think the most shameful thing in the world about. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Is the common lyric change that happens in pop songs, where it goes, "Have yourself a merry little Christmas." If the fates allow, uh-huh. hang us a shining star upon the highest bough. Is yep. not the original lyric. The original lyric is, "Have yourself a merry little Christmas." If the fates allow, until then we'll have to struggle through somehow. somehow yep. Which is a much more meaningful and important lyric. They cut that out of. They change it to hang a shining star upon the highest okay. bough, which is just kind of a throwaway Christmas. Because it's like hopeful. Right. As opposed to like, have a Merry Christmas if the fates are letting you. Yeah. But if they're not, we're going to struggle through. Yeah. Which is, you know, much more meaningful, much yeah. more exciting. Yeah, I never noticed And they that. change never... it all the time. Ah. And if you listen to a pop singer who sings this song and changes the lyric to that, you should stop listening to the song. Throw a tomato at them. Anyway, it's the best. Meet it me is the Louis. best. It's fantastic. Excuse me, Mr. Jones. Yes, Lorna. Would you please sing Santa Claus is Coming to Town? Well, gee, I haven't sung that song in a long time, and you know, actually, it's a children's song. <laughs> I was hoping you'd say that. Oh, you mean you like to sing Santa Claus is Coming to Town? Huh? That's right. Well, what are we going to do about that? I don't know. It's quite a serious problem. <laughs> well, let me see. I think I, I, I think I have an idea. Why don't you sit on my knee and, and sing to me, huh? What would you like to hear? Well, uh, Santa Claus is coming to town would be nice. <laughs> okay, I know that one. Yes, I've heard it. <laughs> you better watch out. You better not cry. You better not pout. I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming to town. I, so this is a very, very British UK thing. Exactly. Pantos. Exactly. And it's not an American you thing. You don't have them. So Mm-mm. let's talk about this. Okay. Get the door. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's, I oh. think it's... Whose turn is it? Ugh. 
Jimmy, I'm so full of cookies. Are you I'll get it. It's fine. I'm on a diet. I only had three. Um, I'll get the door. Who is it? Oh my gosh. It's the British favorite, the pantomime. <laughs> so what, what, I don't even understand. Okay. Like, I really don't, what is a pantomime? Here it goes. I mean, it's so difficult to describe. Uh huh. I mean, it's effectively its own genre of theater. Okay. Earlier, back in my youth, I didn't realize that it was literally just a British thing. Yeah. And correct me if I'm wrong, any international listeners, yeah. if you have them in your country, yeah. but I think it's literally just the UK I mean, and Ireland. It's certainly not an American thing. It's certainly not the States, exactly. So, what they are, you take your classic Grimm's Brothers fairy tales, mm -hmm. okay? Or did some, you know, Disney movies as well kind of come into it, but most part of the fairy tales. Mm -hmm. And you mix them up in a big bowl of camp and satire. Okay. And cultural references. Toss in a couple of regional C-list celebrities. Uh-huh. C to Z-list celebrities. <laughs> and out-of-work actors. Uh-huh. And you... Toss it onto a stage and you have a pantomime. Huh. And it is a complete and utter Christmas tradition. So pantomimes, try, like I can't like give you an example of, oh, the 2007 Aladdin. It right. doesn't work like that. Right. They're all across the UK. Are they just geared towards children? Families. Okay. Families. So it's, it's like the kind of like Shrek philosophy of okay. stuff in there for the adults, stuff in there for the kids. Yeah. This is, I mean, it's just so ingrained in uh -huh. our just life. So why? Because in... Why do we do it? <laughs> Well, it, in my world, pantomime is, you know, is just a, a fancy word for miming. Right, because you can do something in pantomime, right, which is, a, you know, a, a theatre form. Exactly. Okay. I think because it is such, I don't know, maybe because it's so garish. A dramatic entertainment originating in Roman mime. Huh. There you go, yeah. So a pantomime in ancient was originally a group who imitates all. So it's, it's, it's that art of imitation, uh -huh. right? It's kind of like you're imitating. And I guess that's kind of what these pantomimes are. You're imitating Mm -hmm. these stories you're really taking them out so it was the harlequins that would perform them and yeah. they're you know full-on mockeries and things like that clownish yes exactly exactly that and then it seems like it was around the sort of 1800s that mm -hmm. they started to kick in as the pantos that we know and love today so i mean i could go i could tell it forever it's so funny because it's you know crazy. nothing yeah but like so tradition so here we go like the different kind of traditions that you would have mm -hmm. the leading male will often be played by a girl uh-huh and that's and that's not necessarily as true now but it wouldn't be weird if that happens okay. and like and more often than not things like peter pan mm -hmm. or dick whittington uh -huh. it'll be a girl because it's like a young boy kind of thing but kind of if it was like cinderella where your main part's a girl, it would uh -huh. just be a girl in Prince Charm. Or what's, what's Cinderella's prince? Oh, I can't believe I don't know that. I'm so appalled. Where's <laughs> David? I don't know. It doesn't matter. He will be played by a man. Uh-huh. So you've got them as our characters. Then you will always have the pantomime dame. Okay, do you know anything about pantomime dame? Nope. Pantomime dame is like, it goes beyond drag. Okay. So it's a man always as a woman. And yeah, like I say, it goes way beyond drag into the realms of complete ridiculousness and they're always disgustingly camp hilarious they're the audience they throw sweets to the children <laughs> <laughs> oh my god and this is ridiculous yeah, they, they often survive till the end uh -huh. and they're often like the mother yeah or in aladdin it's i think it's like the aunt and they're not necessarily characters from the stories that we know like for example in aladdin i don't think this is a character in the original story uh -huh. certainly not in the disney but it's a character of wishy-washy <laughs> that's no, actually, wishy washy is the male counterpart, and Widow Twanky is 
the name of the dame. The thing is, is like to me, this all makes sense. Right, and to me, this is absolutely ridiculous. So, like I say, in this little part, you've got like things like cultural stuff. So, mm-hmm. pantomimes across the UK at the moment will be talking about. Well, certainly in Scotland, they'll be talking about referendum. They'll be talking about Donald Trump, probably. David Cameron will be thrown in there. Lots of like politics, as well as things like, you know, our reality TV will get mentioned or celebrities will get mentioned. Like Simon Cowell will be referenced loads and and Uh things like that. Cheryl Cole will get referenced as jokes throughout by any character. Then if you go to like the baddie, the baddie again is often gender twisted okay and they're always like really really evil baddie mustache twirling like yeah exactly or if it's like evil queen like very grand you know very uh-huh. very grand again it's full it's complete drag yeah but it's always beautiful and when they come on you ha- you boo the audience boo and hisses and that's you're allowed to do that and then they have to like react so and... is there is there a lot of like audience participation yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the point. This is ridiculous. So typical panto catchphrases are, you'll get this in every single panto you go to, will have like, Now, I wonder where Aladdin would be. I haven't seen him. Have you seen him? And then you have to shout back, He's behind you. <laughs> and you're like, What? He's behind you. And then she'd like turn around and Aladdin would like run to the other side. And they're just like, You're lying to me. You silly little kids. And then you're like, he's behind. Da, da, da. And that'll go on for a few minutes. And then. That's ridiculous. There they are. And um, the other one that you would have would be, you'd be like, it's that way. And they'd be like, oh, no, it isn't. And then everyone in the audience would be like, oh, yes, it is. What? He'd be like, oh, no, it isn't. Oh, yes, it is. What? And it's just tradition. I would feel so out of place. You just wouldn't because everyone is doing it. It's so fun. So there you go, that's Panto. Bye, Panto. We'll see Bye. you next year. <laughs> Thanks for coming. Sorry we didn't have any cookies for you. A lot of you don't know that, that Mel Torme is the, the uh, composer and writer of all of my special material, every show. And he's also been a guest on the show before, and lots of you don't know that, that he happened to write one of the most beautiful Christmas songs that ever was written. All through the year we waited, waited through spring and fall. To hear silver bells ringing and winter time bringing the happiest season of all. And I wish Judy Garland would sing the chorus in her own voice. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Jack Frost nipping at your nose. Gosh. Tommy, I've eaten so many cookies and Oh, I'm so dinner. full. Uh, do you know what we should do? What? Let's play a game. What kind of game? A true Christmas tradition. A nice, a nice holiday, holiday Christmassy game? What more holiday Christmas game than charades? Can we play some, some contemporary form of charades? Let's play Heads Up by Ellen DeGeneres. Everyone's <laughs> favorite lesbians game. Exactly. And hope that it works. And hope that it translates to a pure audio production. Pretend I don't know what we're doing. Uh-huh. Because I don't know what we're doing. 
and describe to me how this game works. Okay, so heads up. Well, we're going to do the Broadway Baby deck. Did you say that last word again? Deck. Broadway Baby what? Say it one more time. Deck. Deck. <laughs> Not deck. All right. You disgusting human. Um, deck. It doesn't sound, does it sound like it. It absolutely does. So, Tommy, you're going to go first and you're going to okay. guess. No, I'm gonna give... you're going to describe to me. I'm going to describe to Jimmy these cards and he has to guess what are they all are they all Broadway themed Broadway shows Broadway people uh, musical actors yeah absolutely generally. musical thing themed things and songs as well and so and feel free to, you can sing you can describe I'll do whatever and try because not to gesture this is a podcast uh-huh. you can play along at home exactly listeners feel free to, to scream to your scream room or... if you're on a bus scream out <laughs> yeah. the answers oh, right now do. that'd be so funny and record yourself <laughs> doing it well <laughs> Yeah, try not to gesture and describe things. Yeah, absolutely. that won't work. All right, here we go. Okay, can you see? Uh, sure. Uh, come a little closer, I can't see. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, it's a musical about a helicopter. Um, oh, Miss Saigon. Yeah. Uh, it's a, it's a musical about a, the only musical about a city. Um, uh, a city in Tennessee. Uh, uh, I don't know any songs from it. It's about Motown. Um, it's not Motown. It's not Memphis. Motown. Memphis. Yes. Yeah. Memphis. Uh, he, the king of musical theater. Team something. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, the, 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 the puppet sex. Oh, Abniki. Uh-huh. Good. Um, oh, God. An older musical mm-hmm. ab- about a, a, a guy who's really joyful. Um, he, he, uh, he, he's, he, he's the most... Oh, pass. Okay. I said a word in it. Um, it's not passing. Is it passing? You did. Uh, uh, Wolverine and in musicals hey, hey, like oh, Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah. That, that uh, kind of... time's up. Okay, that was fun. That was re- that, was, that worked really well. It was just every time. <laughs> <laughs> um, we could just make a podcast. The where most we play happy heads fella. Up. I ain't ever heard of that. That was that one for listeners. The most oh, happy yeah. fella. The most happy That was fella. the one we passed. I guess you can't see it. Oh, it's by Frank Lesser. Okay, you. Got, I got one, two, three, five. I'm King Hugh Jackman. Play. All right, you ready? I'm ready. All right. Oh, I gotta. I gotta. This is so fun. I love this game. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. Uh. Seymour Krellborn and uh, Little Shop of Horrors. Yep. Yep. Um. Okay. Um. Android Weber musical. Uh. About felines. Cats. Yes. Um. Okay. Um. What? Oh, this is really funny. What uh-huh. we're gonna do? Oh no, I was gonna say what we're gonna do is the next podcast. But, <laughs> um, that would fail. Anyway, spoil the surprise. But yeah, what we're gonna do is the next podcast. Uh, uh nine. No, no the other cabaret. One. Yeah, good. <laughs> spoil two podcasts. Uh, okay, David Hasselhoff's musical debut. Uh, Jekyll and Hyde. Yes, thank you. Um, okay. Um, Elwood's. And, uh, 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 um, legally Laura blonde. In her nose. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, Boy George musical. Um, Boy George musical. Boy George musical. Yeah, Boy George what the heck is Cameron that? Chameleon. No, uh, it was really good. If you don't know, it, it was. I think, don't. I think it's had any sort of Broadway transfer. It's uh, really, really good. West End <laughs> musical. We've well, got one second. So it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, it's done. Um, it's the done. Boy from Oz. No. It's, by the way, the, the game is finished. Oh, oh. And no, not the Boy from Oz. Taboo. Yeah, have you never heard it? No, I've never heard of that. How fun is this that we both learn? That's <laughs> awesome. Taboo, taboo, is fantastic. I know I don't nothing know if about it's ever it. Ever been on Broadway? It Tab- should have been on Broadway. So it what's it? A, it's about well. Boy George. 
It's not autobiographical. It's like semi-autobiographical. Okay. Um, it's about kind of growing up and being homosexual. Basically, no, I've never heard about this. It had a Broadway transfer in oh, on Broadway. Who knows when it was? It was two thousand and three. Huh, so recently. No, I've never heard about this. It's, I thoroughly recommend everyone going to check it out. I will have to look this up. Taboo. That was a fun game. We should do that more often. We should do that more often. But this is a Christmas episode, Jimmy. Exactly. Do you have any Christmas traditions, Jimmy? Uh, I do. Maybe based thought... around musicals or not? <laughs> I, I'm absolutely not based around musicals. That's, <laughs> that's the thing. No, I've already said Christmas is absolutely my favorite holiday. I, I've got lots of traditions. I think my favorite tradition... Uh-huh. One of my favorite ones that I always like is every Christmas, my dad will uh, get me like a book, a new book uh-huh. um, that he's picked, and that's been going on for many, many years now. That's really sweet, and I love, I love that. What book did you get last year? Um, can I remember? <laughs> <laughs> Treasure them. But no, I do. I always push it, but they kind of all blend into one. But no, what's been quite good is he's like introduced me to a lot of books. Uh huh. So he introduced me to Neil Gaiman as an author. That's awesome. So that's that's my short. That's, that's one of my short ones. That's I've got, a good. I've got that's lots. a good Christmas tradition. So what's your Christmas tradition, T Dog? Uh, do we? Do you have mall Santas uh, in no, Scotland? No, I'm fully. Well, no. Actually, what am I saying? Yes, we do. Yeah. Where no. you like we go don't to have the malls, mall? But we have shopping centers ac- across across the, the entire world. Santa takes time out of his busy, busy schedule right? to sit and pose for pictures at malls at least across america and probably yeah. across the world i think across the world i think well certainly across the developed he's a world. busy busy man well as a i have two younger brothers and since as far back as i can remember mm-hmm. we pose for pictures with mall santa amazing for christmas and so you can watch the whole family uh just me and my bros you and your bro. Yeah, from oh my God. screaming young diaper age until last year. Oh. And sometimes, especially now that we we don't all live at home, sometimes it's a bit of a scramble. Sometimes uh-huh. we cheat. Did you know Mall Santa will sit at the mall until New Year's? You can get a picture. If you the pro tip, pro life tip for those of you out there who want to get a picture with with Mall Santa, do uh-huh. it after Christmas. But wait, because. Surely Santa's exhausted. I mean, it's, it's you know, he can smile enough for a picture. How nice is that of Santa to It's true, to pose, to pose with me and my brothers. Yeah, do you always do the same pose? Uh, I, bored and tired, usually, yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> usually the picture is a gift for um, our mothers. And, well, oh. our mother. Uh, we only have one, being brothers. <laughs> our mothers. That's how that works. <laughs> yeah, the collective mother. Uh that's lovely. That's do you fun. wear Christmas jumpers? Do you... uh, usually it's it's something vaguely Christmas themed, but they do all of the Santa pictures are displayed in my parents' home. Amazing. And it's the first thing you see when you walk in is the progression of Christmas pictures. Well, I think it's time to close out our, our Christmas special. Yeah, to go to bed. <laughs> to go to bed. Uh... What a nice way to go to bed with a nice little vaguely Christmas themed question about our next podcast oh what a lovely idea i'll be thinking of that all night we've spoiled that we're gonna talk about cabaret next time yeah sorry (laughs) sorry for candor and ebb month yep but lots of people did request it so we're listening to you so we're gonna but we have a candor and ebb themed question here for you that is wonderfully also holiday themed isn't that nice 
That was lucky more than anything. It is lucky more than anything. (laughs) Here is our trivia question for you that we will answer on our next podcast. After Auld Lang Syne, which Candor and Ebb song is played in Times Square every New Year's? After Auld Lang Syne, which Candor and Ebb song is played in Times Square every New Year's? We'll answer that for you on our next podcast. Hey, we'll answer that for you next year. Next year. Whoa! We're taking a whole year's hiatus. A whole year's hiatus. So you may even be able to figure out the answer just by watching television. I mean, that's very true. Or if you live in New York, go to or if you live in New York, yeah, yeah, and you'd be like, oh, oh, that's the answer. um, If you get the answer, yeah, don't put it on Reddit. Yeah, because we'll have to bleep you. If you if you get the answer, you should tweet it at us because then then people can avoid the answer if they want to. But you'll still get all the glory, like Sax all Bandit. the glory, like Sax Man, uh, one hundred and twenty-seven. Yeah, ninety-two eighty. Sexy 92, man, ninety-two point oh. You sexy man. That was it. Merry Christmas, Tom. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, Jimmy. And Merry Christmas, listeners. Merry Christmas um, and happy, happy holidays. holidays as well. Oh my happy God. Hanukkah, Merry Kwanzaa, Happy Winter Solstice. Yeah, I hope you're you're spending this holidays with with someone you people you like being with. Exactly, and if if you're not. Listen to the podcast. Thanks for spending and it you with can us. Spend it with us, and I would be more than happy <laughs> to spend it with you. No, we need more more holiday musicals. I want Kwanzaa the musical. Okay, because I musical. don't know anything about Kwanzaa. But and and the only way to explain things to Jimmy is through musical form. So if I mean, we want him to know about Kwanzaa, it's so true. It's so true. look how many things I've learned from Glee. It's true. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the Rise Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. Rise is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply.